0: Don't touch that
1: dial. The Growing Boulder Radio Show is on the air, celebrating
0: a revolution that will change your life. Here are your hosts, Bill Schaefer and Mark.
2: Hey everybody, I am Bill. He is Mark right over there. Welcome back. You're here at the right time too because our next guest has an amazing story to tell. He's a guy, Mark, that spent the first seven years of his life in a wheelchair and once this guy got out he started dancing and you know what? He has not stopped ever since. He's got what they call happy feet. He's got a good case of happy
1: feet folks. He's been a hit sensation on Broadway. He's been in movies and on television. Most recently he's had a blast performing with the unique Palm Springs Follies. Please welcome the one and only Leonard Crowfoot. Hey Leonard. Hi how are you? We're doing fabulous. Thank you so much. First of all uh, we've had uh, another guest on from the Follies so we're big fans. Explain to our listeners what exactly the Palm Springs Follies are. What makes you so unique?
0: Well, Palm Springs Follies is a is a, a compilation of, uh, uh, it's a vaudeville-ish type of show. It's it's like, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Ed Sullivan, uh, Radio City Music Hall, uh, the, the Follies Bergere, that type of uh, show, all vaudeville uh, burlesque, and it's in uh, Palm Springs, and it's been going on for 18 years. Uh, it's got uh, all kinds of vaudevillian type people we have, uh, like Susan Anton is the headliner right now. Currently we had to Payne, we're getting John Davidson, uh, and, uh, and these are headliners, they keep changing throughout the year. And uh, we, uh, are all the people in the show are uh, uh, senior citizens, or we, I think our youngest is 55, it goes cool. all the way up to 85.
2: You know, we celebrate that here, Leonard. We think that is awesome, and that we know there's an audience for that. How, how has that worked out? I mean, when do, do people hesitate? And I'm not talking about the audience. I'm talking about the performers. Do they hesitate to feel like, wow, I'm ready for the Palm Springs Follies in my career? Or do they kind of welcome it as a chance to, to do things in a format you just don't see anymore?
0: now it's it's a fabulous experience for all of us we we are so proud and happy to be a part of this show uh you know it's it's uh, gives us the opportunity to continue to perform we love to perform everybody has a rich history uh a, a, a lifetime of history you know 50 years plus everybody you know so <clears throat> so we put all of that our our energy in and we just love it uh just we, we love each other. We're having so much fun, and I think that fun uh, shows on the stage. They, it, you know, the people come back, and we have people coming back many, many times. Like I've uh, some ladies have uh, come back a hundred times in the 18 years that we've been there. It's amazing, amazing people. We have a, a meet-and-greet afterwards. We're so excited to meet the people afterwards. It's a really fun, fun show. It's a great, great experience.
1: Boy, there are a lot of very exciting things happening in our society now, uh, Leonard, for folks over 50. You know, we like to say it's never too late. It's never too late to start something, to try something. But you guys are really the flip side of that, uh, in that you no longer have to stop doing something, which is, is the way it was for many performers 10 or 15, 20 years ago, before the Palm Springs Follies and other other outfits like that uh, became popular.
0: Yeah, well, you know that old myth about you know a dancers' life is over at a certain age is is just that it's a myth. You know it doesn't exist. You know you you can dance till you die, <laughs> and 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 I probably will. Uh, I've been you know I was started when I was a crippled child, you know, and then I became a dancer and I've been dancing all my life. I'm 60 now. I was started when I was eight taking ballet classes, and you know I I just continue and I love it. You know I love to perform. I I sing. I dance. I act. I do all of that, uh, juggle and different skills and that sort of thing. I'm an entertainer, and uh, I don't think you can ever need, need to stop. And, and there's a function, too, for entertaining. It, it, it's, you know, I've had people actually tell me that I saved their life, and that is very important, especially today in, in this economy and what's going on. Entertainment is, is very important, I think.
2: Well, talk a little bit about that. What do you mean that you saved their life?
0: They have, have said this, you know, it sounds a little egotistical maybe, but it's true. They say that uh, I changed their life. I really made the difference that day, that particular day. They've written me letters, I've had fan letters, and uh, they, they, it has happened. Uh, they say I've changed their lives, you know, that I, I brightened their day to such a degree that it made their life.
1: Well, that is uh, that's got to make you powerful. That's very powerful. Uh, You mentioned the fact you were a crippled child. Bill referred to that in the intro. Uh, How does one go from being a crippled child to being a a ballet dancer? I've got this vision of Forrest Gump in my head, you know, when he shakes (laughs) when he shakes off the, uh, the crutches and starts running. Was that pretty much the way it was for you?
0: Well, it, it was, it a—you was, uh, you know, I had this sanctuary. It was, it was I, I was not supposed to get out of my wheelchair early on. Uh, they put me in a wheelchair. I had leg purses, and I was supposed to remain there. But, you know, as a boy who's four years old, five, six, seven, you know, I, I wanted to climb into this tree, this sanctuary, you know, and so I did. I got out of my wheelchair, and they told me I could be crippled for life if I did this. But I got up in the sanctuary, and uh, and I crawled up like a frog hopping up into the tree. <laughs> and I got there, and it was the greatest feeling of my life because I. Didn't, and then once I was there, and I could get out of, I got out of the sanctuary, and I, I thought, you know, I, I, you know, I, I started to be able to walk, and once I started walking, and I started playing around, and I could uh, be physical. Everybody responded to that physicality, and so I became, and they put me into ballet class to strengthen my leg. And all of a sudden, I fell in love with ballet, with movement, with dance, and it's become a physical world. But in the sanctuary sanctuary, was almost like an audio world. You know, I heard voices and stuff of the, of the trees and the weeping willow tree. That was my sanctuary. It was a beautiful time, you know, and, and now I've translated that interior to an exterior performance and hopefully from the interior, too.
2: How did that, Leonard? How did having to overcome the odds at a very early age where everybody told you no, don't, or you can't, how did that kind of manifest itself in who you are and how you face the challenges that that cropped up in life?
0: Well, you know, it it forms the character at, at that age. You know, I learned pathos at a very early age. I learned how to make people feel sorry for me very early on because I was crippled. You translate that, and as you go along in life, you know, that becomes either a crutch or, or an asset. So you learn to use that. Now, when you go on the stage, you know, you learn to make people uh, laugh. You learn to make them cry. You learn these things. You, it, it's in your bones, and I had it in my bones very early on.
1: You know, Bill mentioned uh, that you've been seen in movies and TV. Uh, one show in particular that we're fans of is Star Trek. H- how does a guy like you end up as an alien on Star Trek?
0: Oh, I auditioned. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I did two episodes for Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, the first one was called Angel One episode in which I played a, this uh, a Trent, uh, this uh, this uh, henchman of uh, Mistress Beata on this planet, and he kills people with his crystal ball. It was great. I had a serpent earring and a, a small man on a planet of tall women who are the wow. the men of the subservience to the ladies on this planet wow and then the other one was uh uh uh, 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 uh the offspring and i played a neuter gendered android with metallic eyes and latex buns <laughs>
2: What, what a what a great role that must have been. I know you're on Voyager as well. You know, you've know yep. you done Broadway, movies, and TV. Not bad, folks, huh? Right. For a kid who started out life in a wheelchair. Leonard, thank you so much for uh, taking a few minutes to tell us a little bit about your life.
0: It was my pleasure. Thank you so much.
2: And, and I know your story is just going to serve again to inspire other people to get out there and take a chance. Folks, if you haven't checked out the Palm Springs Follies, what an incredible organization. All of your favorite entertainers are there. Give them a look on Online. We'll be back right after this.
1: More hip guys and hot babes are on the way. The Growing Boulder Radio Show will be right back.